This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie DeShal from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org. Yeah, I just want to thank my father, Pastor Tom, for giving me this opportunity to share the word of God with you. I am so much blessed with whatever is happening at this conference and the word that is being shared. And uh, God was just been ministering to me as I was sitting, as Sister Tendai was sharing, and as God was saying, you have received the mentor of prayer. Because I was just asking God, what is it that I'm going to, to teach today? And God said, just teach that which has fallen upon you. So there's no other message that I'm going to, to teach today except the message of prayer. Amen. I want to, to talk about prayer. And I just want to encourage someone and to tell you that God still answers prayers. Let me repeat it again. There is two God in heaven who answers prayers. As you look at me, I am a, a witness or a testimony of answered prayers in my life. If I look back of my life 20 years ago and where I am now, I can surely say God really, really does answer prayers. So I just want to encourage someone. I don't know the situation that you are in today. And I don't know what you are, you, are, you are facing and that which you are about to quit. And that which you are telling people that God is not there and this does not work. I'm here to tell you that God is there and it works. Amen. So I believe as I'm going to end my, my message, we are all going to pray. Amen. This is a prayer conference. We are all going to pray. I know what prayer can do. I know what prayer did to me. What God changed in my life through prayer. I know what my marriage was like and when I prayed God changed it. I know the situation of my child when she was sick and I prayed and God answered me. I know where I'm coming from and I prayed and God raised me. I know many challenges that one can be saying God is, are you really there? And I'm here to say to you for sure God is here and after this conference you are going to testify after this conference, this kingdom conference, somebody is going to give a testimony. I want to go uh, to the book of Luke chapter number 11 where my pastor, Pastor Barton, I read yesterday. And I want to start from there. Amen. From Luke chapter number 11, from verse number 1, I will, I will read there. Amen. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Just as John taught his disciples. Amen. The Bible is saying one day Jesus was praying at a certain place. So in other words, point number one is one must have a certain place. One must have a secret place. One must have an inner room for her or for him to be always going to speak to his father. The Bible saying at a certain place, which was not a common place to everyone. 
but it was a common place to Jesus alone. Because if you look, one day the Bible said, and the disciples, they looked unto for him, and they found him at that place, and they said, Master, we have been looking for you. Which means it was the culture of Jesus to visit that place. It was not a public place, but it was a secret place of Jesus, where he used to go and to have communion with his Father. I'm here to ask you today that, do you have a secret place? Do you have your own inner court? Do you have your own inner room where you can go and speak and to have communion with your father? And the Bible says when the disciples had found him, they said, the master, teach us to pray. Don't forget that the people who are asking Jesus to pray, to teach them to pray was disciples. They were not ordinary people. They were not common people. They were not one of the congregants. They were disciples, apostles, people of power. But the Bible is saying they went to Jesus and said, Master, teach us to pray. Which I believe that there is something that they have learned from the lifestyle of Jesus. That they saw and they said, he is not just doing this by himself. You cannot play a magic, my sister. You have to pray for things to happen. You cannot pray magic, my brother. You have to pray for things to happen. And when they were looking at the lifestyle of Jesus, they concluded that he was not just doing this alone. There was a source of power where Jesus could go and draw from. And they concluded that there is nothing than the altar of prayer where he used to visit each and every day. I'm here to speak to somebody. You cannot just make marriage from a magic. You need to pray for your marriage. You need to pray for your children. You need to pray for your business. Gone are the days where people will say, prophetess, can you pray for us? Pastor, can you pray for us? But I'm here to tell somebody, arise in your own personal life. This is the time for you to be on your knees. The Bible says the curtains were torn into two, giving each and every one of us access to speak to our own God on a personal level. I believe I'm talking to somebody this afternoon. I'm here to tell you prayer works. I remember the days of my life. I was an orphan. No mother, no father. And, the, and, and my life was not all that okay. As you may look, as I'm looking today. But I had a brother who was a pastor. He was under prophet Utaunash. And the only thing that brother gave me, he said, I cannot give you anything. But the only thing I can give you is a prayer, my sister. By then I remember, I was married by a barren woman. I was a barren woman. And my brother said, I cannot take you to any anger because I'm a pastor. I can take, not take you to any shrine because I'm a pastor. But here is the thing that I'm going to give you. Pray, my sister. Pray until something happens. He said, there is still God who answers prayer. And I remember, I started to pray. Sometimes when you're in prayer, you don't even know what you are praying for because you'll be still young in the things of God. So the thing that you need for you, for prayers to be effective is the power of the Holy Ghost. For Paul says the Holy Spirit shall teach you how to pray. For you do not know what to utter in prayer, but he can groan for you in every groaning. So he told me that you need the power of the Holy Spirit. He will teach you to pray. So I started to pray. When things 
I like what Pastor Tom said. He spoke about perseverance. He talked about persisting. He talked about not to quit. And I continued to pray. And the second year came and nothing happened. I continued to pray. I'm here to tell somebody that whatever you are going to do, do not quit. Do not bury it yet. Continue to pray. Continue to be on your knees. The Bible speaks of a man, Elijah. And the Bible says, Elijah was a man like us. Yet he prayed that he could not reign and the rain obeyed. The heavens obeyed. If Elijah was like you, today we want to pray. I don't know the situation, but as we are going to pray, I can see and I can feel that God is about to do something. Your marriage is your situation will begin to change. The education level of your children, they will start to change. And the Bible says, Peter and the disciples, they say, we have been seeing you. We have been seeing, monitoring your prayer life. And we continue, we will conclude that nothing is causing you to be like this except a prayer. I'm here to tell you something. The Bible says one day, when Jesus was walking on water, that is from Matthew chapter number 40, the Bible says, he released the disciples and he said, you can go to Bethsaida ahead of me. I shall follow later. And as they, they took their boats to go, the Bible says he went to the mountain to pray. And the Bible says as he was praying, and the midnight came, that's when he started to follow them. But he didn't follow them by the boat. He followed them walking on water. I'm here to tell somebody, if you are a prayerful person, nothing is impossible with you. If you are a prayer person, you can turn things upside down. And the Bible says, when they saw Jesus walking on water, Peter said he is a ghost. Other disciples say he is a ghost. I'm here to tell somebody that you cannot spend 10 minutes with God and come back a normal person. You cannot spend one hour with God and come back no more person. He was praying. He was with his father. He was speaking with his father. And the Bible say when he came back, he came back in power. He came back in authority. I'm here to tell somebody, prayer can change your life. Prayer can give you authority. Prayer can give you power. And he started to walk on, on water. And the Bible say, Peter said, Master, if you are not a ghost, allow me to come. Hear me and hear me well. If people can able to calculate you, you haven't started to pray. If people are able to interpret your life, you haven't started to pray. If people are able to tell more about you, you haven't started to pray. When you pray and have a serious communion with God, the Bible says as he was coming from the mountain Moses, he came back a glorious person. And when the people were looking at him, they could not behold his glory. And they said to Moses, you are not a human being. Can you cover your face for us? We cannot behold what you are coming with. I'm here to tell somebody there is a power in a prayer. And he never dare a prayerful person. Never dare a prayerful mother. Never dare a prayerful brother. If somebody prays, he will download the heavens. If somebody prays, he will change the situation. And the Bible says, if you have little 
your faith as a mustard seed. When you pray, you say to this mountain, remove yourself and throw yourself into mud. We are about to pray today and the situations we are here to declare thy out be removed and throw yourself into the sea. Today is your day. Power of prayer. Power of prayer. Power. They thought you was a ghost. How can I be normal if I'm coming out from prayer? How can I be normal if I've been speaking to my father? How can I be normal if I'm coming from heaven? How can I be normal if I've been on the throne? How can I be normal? I'm here to tell somebody, prayer works, prayer changes. Listen to me, Zimbabwe. We don't need the politicians. We need the people who knows how to pray. Am I talking to somebody? You don't need the president for Zimbabwe to change. You need the people who knows how to pray. Pray! 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 Eight days, Moses with the God, he came down with the glory. And the power says, from the book of 2 Corinthians, if the glory of law that was leading to death could bring such a glory, what about me? What about me? Who is carrying Christ in me? What about prayer of a born again person, full of the power of the Holy Ghost, baptized in his name? When you enter in a prayer, cancer will run away. When you enter in a prayer, poverty will run away. When you enter in a prayer, marriages will change. When you enter in a prayer, prayer, prayer works, prayer works, prayer works. There are some times that I remember that I could not speak to anyone because nobody would give me the answer at that time. Oh, I remember I could close my door. I will enter in a prayer. Let me tell you the secret. It's not just pray. You have to pray right for God to be able to answer you. You cannot just pray. You need to pray right. Many people are praying, yet things are not happening because you are praying amiss. You are just like an empty gong. Peter were praying as well. John was praying as well. James was praying as well. But nothing could happen. But Jesus, when he prays, when he comes back from the mountain, he could speak to the evil spirits and they would obey. And the Bible says, Peter said, Master, can I walk on top of the water? And Jesus said, Come. Hey, you Peter, why is it you want to walk on top of water? Yet you are busy sleeping in the pot. Yet he was busy praying. You need to pray. You need to pray. You need to pray. While he was praying, Peter 
relationship with your own God. There are some of the prayer points that one has to stop to put the pastors with. A prayer point, the devil is a liar. You cannot bring such a prayer point. The Bible says, let us therefore approach the throne of grace with the confidence that we may obtain a mess. I'm here to tell you, if you know who you are, if you know what you are carrying, if you know your relationship, you tell Father God, nothing is impossible. Nothing can say we cannot. I am a shut And the Bible says, Master, we have tried this. We have tried this. We have tried the whole night. But we could not teach us Teach us how to pray. Master, teach us how to raise the dead in prayer. Listen to me. They didn't ask to perform miracles. Like the generation of nowadays. Oh, you want a miracles. You want miracles. You are lazy to pray. You want miracles. You want magic. Uh, let me speak it. I am the child of my father. Let me speak it. I'm the daughter of Apostle Tom. Whether you like it or not, stand away from that lesson in a seat. You need to be on your knees. You need to pray. You have to be on your knees. My sister, why can't you try it for yourself to pray for your job? When it fails, then you come to a pastor. But at least try, my father. Try, my brother. Try, my mother. Just try. Don't try. Elijah, if 
it was Jesus, maybe you could say maybe he's the son of God. But if you go to the book of Hebrews chapter number 5 from verse number 7, the Bible says during the days of Jesus here on earth, though he was the son of God, though he was God himself, but because he wanted to show how many to operate here on earth, the Bible says he could pray with loud cries to the one who could save him. That of Jesus. He could not spare any hour without speaking to his father. He could not spare any minute without speaking to his father. How many times do you pray? A day, my sister. How many times do you pray? A week, my sister. I was saying to other people, you know how to follow the instructions of doctors. If they say, take this pills in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, you are always up to death with tablets, up to death with doctor's prescription. But God has given us a divine prescription, the holy prescription that one can take, that one can follow. The prescription of prayer is your husband, Mr. Pierre. Pray, my sister. Ah, if your sisters are rejecting you, pray, my sister. If your company is not performing well, pray, my brother. That's the holy prescription that is coming from above. The prescription of prayer. Let me tell you this. I always say it without fear. We have replaced the prayer with many things. I will say it without fear. We have replaced the prayer with many things. I, I, I urge you, please, let us go back to prayer. Let us go back on our knees. I like what my sister said. He said in the garden of Eden, in the garden every day, God could visit Adam every day. They could, they could speak. They could have communion. I like the other scripture. The verse it says, after they have sinned, they went on and they hide themselves. And I like the way the Bible says, but Adam and Eve, they had the sound of God. My question is, do you know the sound of God? When he's coming, do you know that he's coming? Do you know his voice? Now Jesus is saying, okay, I'll teach you how to pray. When you are praying, you give them the skeleton. When you are praying, you say, my father, that's point number one, is he your father? Does he know you? Listen to me in the garden of Eden. God said, Adam, where are you? In other words, you knew Adam. On a personal level. Where are you, Adam? And Adam knew God on a personal level to the sense that he could doubt. Don't forget that there were more animals in the garden. There could be a, a, a sound of an elephant. A sound of a lion, a sound of a rhino. So Adam was able to differentiate between a sound of an elephant and a sound of God. Do you know him to that extent? Prayer. Prayer. Say to him, my father, who art 
walked in heaven, another point. Your father is not of this world. He is not of this world. Your father is of heaven. So he's saying when you're in prayer, you're not talking to a natural father, to an earthly father. You are talking to a, to a highly exalted father who is in above. So I said it's not about prayer, but if you pray right, you will come out with an answer. Some people, they said, prophetess, why is it when you pray and declare things, things will happen? And I say, I don't just pray. The book of 1 John is saying, this is the confidence that I have in my father. That if I ask anything according, according, according. According to his will, he hears me. And he, when he hears me, he answers me. So you have to pray according to the will of the Father. If you pray amiss, you can pray for 20 years and nothing will happen. Yet somebody will just enter in prayer for one minute. Then you come back with an answer. I'm here to challenge somebody. This is a prayer conference. It's an error to go back home. The same situation. This is a prayer conference. I heard somebody yesterday. She gave a testimony of her being healed from cancer. That is the God that I know. That is the God that I pray to. That is the God that I serve. If you go unto him, the Bible says he sent forth his word. And they were all healed. So if you know the God you are serving, if you are carrying cancer, cancer must bow down. If you have HIV, HIV must to hear the voice of God. We are talking of prayer. Pray. Many people, they don't want to pray on themselves. Do you know, everyone here is an intercessor. Everyone here is an intercessor. If you're in Asia, you have to pray. If you're in choir, you have to pray. If you're in hospital, we have to pray. So you don't have any excuse that I cannot, I cannot pray. Because we are serving the God who is waiting. And at the point that Jesus said to them, how Lord be thy name? In other words, he's saying, you are being given the authority to use a name. But this name is not an ordinary name. It's a holy name. The Bible said from the book of John chapter 16, said in those days you shall pray in my name and it shall be done to you. And he said by now you haven't asked me of anything. By now, because you have not yet prayed in my name. But the moment you enter and pray in the name of Jesus, you hear Romans say, ye who did not spare his only son, Ah. What is it that you can ask God that he cannot give you? Ye who did not spare his only begotten son. I don't know what you have come here for, but today is your day. You are going back home with some answers. Today is your day. You are getting back breakthroughs to your home. 2020, like what the sister Tendai said. This is the fullness of time. The Bible said Daniel understood it by books. When he understood it by book, he didn't cry. He didn't go and gossip. The Bible said he entered in prayer and he started to pray to push for the breathing of the vision that God 
promises that God has prophesied for Israel before they entered Babylon. And they started to push. Paul said to Timothy, Timothy, my son, according to the prophecies that you have received, I want you to watch a warfare. You think it can just happen? Well, at least you are seated at home. You think things can just happen? That's, that's the reason. Listen to me. That's many of us, when you see a prayerful person, when things begin to happen to that person, you may think it's magic. Because you don't even know the power of prayer. Prayer can raise the dead. Prayer gathers multitudes. Says he took five loaves, two fishes, he gave things, and the multiplication started to happen just like that. After he just gave things, two fishes, five loaves. I'm going to pray. What to pray? The Bible says, I'll, I'll, I'll close with this. From Hebrews chapter number six. Let me read it. Then I want us to pray. I hope my time for my choir is now. Hebrews chapter number six. You have no excuse. God has given you everything. We want to push. Amen. We want to push in prayer. I want to pray. The power of prayer. I prayed my child when she was suffering from epilepsy. Many people, they think that epilepsy cannot be cured. But I said, God, if God, you are still there, I declare and I decree, epilepsy is going. And I went to see the doctor of my child and she said, my Matimbiri, I think we have to, to put your child on medication. And I said, not yet, doctor. Give me more time. And she, he said, no, you don't understand how dangerous is this sickness. And I said, let me go and try God. If you fail, I'll come back. Then I entered in a prayer. Huh? Praying for an epilepsy child. One year, nothing happened. I didn't quit. Two years, nothing happened. I didn't quit. Three years, nothing happened. I didn't quit. Five years, I was still on my knees. I was praying. The sixth year, God delivered my child from epilepsy. And she's there. She's 17 years old now. And the doctor said, I'm giving you two years. By then she was seven years. And she said, you come for the review after two years. I said, okay, doctor. After two years, I went. She was now nine. She said, nothing happened yet, doctor. She has been cured for good. And said, I'll give you another two years. You come back. I went back after she, has, she was now 11 years. And I said, doctor, if you ask me to come back, I don't think I'll be able to come back again. I'm talking of the power of prayer. And up to today, she's there. She's epilepsy free. God can cure any disease. You need only to enter in prayer. Hebrews chapter number 6, I'll read from verse number 13. The Bible says, when God made his promises to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, 
he swore by himself saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. People swore by someone greater than themselves. And they ought confirm what said and put an end to all argument. Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the ends of what was promised. He confirmed it with an oath. God said when he wanted to make sure that people would believe that surely you will fulfill what he has promised us. The Bible says he sowed by himself. Now we want to pray. What is it that you think God cannot give you? The Bible says he sowed not with the name of your father, not with the name of your uncle. He sowed not with the name of prophetess, but he sowed by his name that I will surely bless you. I will surely change your life. The Bible says from the book of Abadai, says upon the mount upon the mount Zion they shall be deliverance and holiness. And the Bible says and the sons of Jacob shall possess their possession. The time to possess is now. The time to claim it is now. The time to take it is now. What are you waiting for? What other time are you waiting for? Which other generation are you waiting for? This is the time. This is the season. Like what Pastor Sister today said, this is the hour. This is the fullness of time. Jesus has already died. He has given us everything. He has already resurrected. The power that is within us is his power. The resurrection power. So you are to be on your knees and to claim whatever that belongs to you. We want to pray. We want to go before God and pray. Lord, teach us to pray. The other point is you have to pray in faith. You have to pray in faith. You cannot enter in prayer if you don't have faith. The Bible says it is very impossible to please God. Without faith, you cannot please God. So whenever you enter in prayer, you have to please God. You have to be righteous. You have to be pure. You need to check the way you are living. And if you are doing that, God is going to answer you. There are many things that people need to do when you are praying right. So many prayer points that I wanted to share from that scripture. But I want us to pray. Is he your father? Before you say oh God, is he your father? No father can listen to a stranger. No father can listen to a next door person. But if he is your daddy, if he is your father, if you say daddy I need a car. If you say daddy I need school fees. If you say daddy I'm not feeling well. The devil is ready to react. He is ready to be at your service. We want to pray before God. Father, teach us to pray. Pastor Tom, teach us to pray. Fathers of the nation, teach us to pray. The Bible says from the book of Jeremiah, a voice was read from Ramah. Rachel crying for his children, refusing to be comforted. People that have comforted you long enough. People that have comforted you long enough refuse to be comforted. The only comfort that you need is the comfort that comes from the answers from your father. And refuse to listen to other people. But I want you to be on your knees. There is a voice of somebody that God is saying today, 
I have the voice, the voice of Chippo. I have heard the voice of Rosemary. I have heard the voice of Tambutai. There is a voice that God is going to hear this afternoon. The voice of Zimbabwe crying for our nation. The voice of Zimbabwe. The voice of Zimbabwe. The Bible says, if my people are called by my name, if my people are called by my name, if my people let the voice of Zimbabwe be it, let the voice of a mother be it, teach us to pray, teach us to pray. We have seen you walking on water, we have seen you raising the dead, we have seen you opening the blind eyes, we have seen you raising Lazarus from the tomb. Come and begin to pray. We want to pray right now. We want to pray right now. With God, nothing is impossible. With God, nothing is impossible. Let's pray. Pierce the darkness to rearrange the world around us for the Lord. Let us pray. Pray to your God, pray to your God, the God who moves mountains, pray to your God, the voice is being heard, the voice is being heard, the voice is being heard, come on pray, 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 prayer, 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 to rearrange the world I just want to encourage someone by this. I started to pray 22 years ago. That's when I started to pray. By then, nothing was happening. But I didn't stop. I, I remember sometimes I could go days alone in my own closet. Seven days, five days. Until one day God visited me and said, I'm God who hears prayers. I have heard you from the day you started to pray. But I was waiting for the right time. And now everyone who knows me, they know me as a prophetess of prayer. But it didn't start like that. I started 22 years ago. 22 years ago every day in prayer I didn't just walk up a prophetess just like all other people may desire you just walk up a somebody 
I have a history to tell. I have a journey where I'm coming from. It was not an easy journey. It was full of pain, full of struggles, but I didn't quit. I just want to leave this message to you. Do not bury it yet, but just be in a prayer. Whatever situation that you may think, Father, I don't think this can ever change. Do not bury it yet, but just try to discipline yourself in a prayer. There are people who have prayed only for five years. Some they have only prayed for two years. And they have said prayer doesn't work. I'm here to say prayer does work. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.